Today's show is pre-recorded. Listen to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah, man. Got a radio show. Do you understand that? I'm telling you, God been big in my life. God God is a gentleman. You know, I, I want to I wanna point that out to you. God is an absolute gentleman. He will not come in unless he's invited. He don't just barge into your life. He gives us the power of choice. You know, if you say you got it, I don't need you, he lets you have it. If you say, I need you, come see about me, he right there. It's just a real simple thing, man. So I always say to people this, if you've gotten yourself into something, and please know I have, I, I man, see, that that's why I'm so adamant about it. Because I've gotten myself in some circumstances and positions in my life, but I've been a, I've been a, I've had some low moments, man. I've had some moments where I did not know what to do. I didn't know what was next. I didn't know how to go about it. I didn't have no more ideas. I was stuck. I thought a couple of times, well, might not make it past this one. But then if I don't make it past it, what's going to happen? And then I held on to this little thing that my mother kept talking to me about. She said, sometimes, son, when you ain't, ain't got nothing else in you, just hope. She said, just hope it'll be all right. You know, and what I've learned in my life is that hope is the beginning of faith. Hope is just 
Is there a possibility out there for me? I sure hope something happened. See, uh, hope, hope is okay, man. Because like I say, for me, the way I've lived my life, hope was the beginning of faith. It was just the idea. It's just the thought that something could change for me, that something could be a little bit different for me, that maybe, man, just maybe for some reason I could be saved, I could be rescued, things could turn around, it could head in the other direction, maybe I could quit messing up, maybe somebody will forgive me, maybe somebody will just say, all right, I don't know. I can't count the times I've been in that position. But then once I hope a little bit, and then I remember also my mother because she was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me the most valuable lesson I've ever learned in my life. Nothing has been greater in my life than my faith. She taught me to pray. Mama used to say, when it get real dark for you, son, prayer changes things. She said, when you seem like you lost and you can't find your way, stop and pray. She said, because prayer changes things. You know, when you get a point in your life when you've done all you can do and you can't do no more and you just don't know what to do next, she said, stop, son, pray. And combine that prayer with that hope that you got. She said, because that hope is the beginning of faith. She said, if you pray just hoping, She's saying if God come through for you, that'll give you confidence that he can do it again. And then after a while, you quit hoping. She's saying you start believing. She's saying that's when you're on to something. If you can turn that hope into belief, that hope into faith, that's, that, that's the, the ability to believe in something that you can't see. But the key, though, to faith is you're believing in something that you can't see. See, hoping a little bit different for me. Now, I'm pretty sure, like I say oftentimes, I tell a lot of people who can explain this thing a lot better than I can to you. Hope is just kind of, I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it, but I'm just telling you, hope is, you, you just hoping it work out right. You just have a thought in your mind that, you know, man, wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever you are to me, God, I sure hope something change. Hope helps, man. If you ain't strong enough to have faith, have hope. Hope. And then if you pray with some hope and God answers your prayer, then that hope gains a little confidence. And after a while, that confidence becomes faith. Now it ain't just hoping, but I'm believing. I'm believing in something that I cannot see. Faith has been the key to my entire existence, even when I didn't have any. It was faith as I look back on it that has gotten me here. And not just faith, but my faith. See, you will only get to where you're going in your life based on your faith. See, a lot of people get the word faith confused. Like, what's your faith? 
Uh, and then they start going down this whole list of all these different religions out here. But really, in essence, man, when I talk to people about faith, I'm talking to you about your, your belief. How much do you believe in the unseen? See, faith is the core of all that is happening to me today. It is the faith that I have in my relationship with God that enables me to just oftentimes if I stay on the right course and believe a certain way and act a certain way, his blessings just pour. They just come. And it comes in a lot of little ways, too, I've started to notice. See, it ain't just a lot of people think blessings is money. Uh, no, nah, man, that ain't it. It's coverage. It's every time my plane lands safe. It's every time they predict bad weather and I get up in the sky and it don't be no bad weather. You know, this, this is favor. These are blessings that get poured out to me. Somebody call me and offer me something. Not money, but an opportunity. See, blessings come a lot of ways. But once you tie in to God, once you tie in and you start doing the best you can do, and you start asking for him to make you a better person, to help shape and mold you into the kind of man or person that he wants you to be. You'd be amazed what God can do with you, man, if you just invite him in and allow him to be a part of your life. I mean, what you got to lose out there? Come on. Why, why would you not change? Why would you not allow God to be a part of your life? God got some big plans for you. If he didn't, you wouldn't keep waking up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here at the beginning of a new day. Thank you, Lord. I sure appreciate it. Uh, Ever grateful for this opportunity? That's how I look at it. I want us all to share in that, that if you woke up this morning or you're still here, that's an opportunity and a blessing and a whole lot of grace. So let's do that. Let's all say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, let it begin. Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, Lord, again. Good morning, Steve. Carla Pharrell. Give him all the praise and glory. Amen. Good morning. Keir Spates slash Junior. (laughs) Lord, I can't do it without you. Amen, Amen brother. To that, I, I, I tried it for a number of years. I, I really did. I said, yeah. well, let, me go on, let me go on and do this here. You know, see how far that get me. Woo, that was a short ride. Yeah, you was doing you, just you. You was, doing, you was trying to Oh, do stupid. <laughs> oh, just. Forgiveness is important, too, yeah, you know. You came on in. Yeah, I came on in, you know, took the long way around. Wish I had no but Who did? Taking the long way around taught me taught me a lot. Like, don't do that no more. I mean, yeah. I learned it for real, don't do that no more. Mm-hmm. You know, that that old that old do it by yourself. I'm finna figure this out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> it didn't work out for me, y'all. You know, Unc, I saw something, man. You was online, you were talking about forgiveness. And man, you said something, man, that was re- I never really thought about it. You said, once God forgive me, I'm I'm through with you. Everybody else, it don't even matter. Oh, oh I don't. saw that, Junior. I, yeah. I don't. I don't allow you to hold me to my past mm-hmm. 
when God has allowed me to move past it. I don't do that anymore. I used to. I used to let people, you know, kind of hold me to stuff. I stopped doing that. And if you're that person, then you're right. Me and you through. Now, guilt, let me say something, because I had this conversation the other day with some young people. Guilt, I was learning, is the most useless emotion we have as people because guilt serves no purpose. Yeah, that, that was the lesson like, I had to learn, Steve, as a mother. Yeah. Well, and because wow. guilt, and see, uh, uh, one of the, the young lady I was talking to, she said, well, guilt proves that you're human because you don't want to uh, have more than somebody else and you don't want, no, 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 no. Guilt is useless. And the guilt only happens when someone else doesn't want you to have more Mm. than they have. Or someone else is using manipulation to make you feel some kind of way about their position versus your position. And that's not fair. Even yeah. your kids yeah. can do that. And that's what I had to learn as a mom. You know, that expression, mom guilt. I had that. But, really? um, and, you know, I would buy things, yeah. you know, because I had guilt. So yeah, uh-huh. just buy my daughter whatever she wanted. But, yeah, I got straight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, kids oh. from a very young age can manipulate you. Yeah, too, they're you very know? manipulative. Uh-huh. Very. Yeah. You know, they know yes. how to turn on those waterworks and uh-huh. all of that, you know. And, if you got that soft heart for your kids, you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks for that lesson, Steve. We're moving on. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, time for Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. This one is from Cherry in New Orleans. Cherry says, my coworker has flirted with me for two years, and now that I'm single, I decided to go to dinner with him. I let him pick me up only because I know him well. He got to my house, and his car was filthy, and it smelled like feet. I told him how foul it smelled, and he suggested we go in my car. I canceled the date and him. All last week, he called me a goody two-shoes, and I told him if his car was nasty, his house is probably nasty, too. I didn't need to add insult to injury, but I did. Should I apologize or not, CLO? Well, you know, if you feel like you should apologize, you should. What's it going to hurt you? But don't apologize and then go out with him. Mm-hmm. Because chances are you're probably correct. Now, if he's calling you uh, goody two-shoes, that's that's because you like clean stuff that makes you goody two-shoes. That's that's problem. You don't want to be in a stinky that, car. Yeah. That's it smells like feet. Yeah. That, it's trifling. You don't want to and he said, feet. well, let's go in your car. I mean, if, if a man, listen to this. If a man is picking you up for the first time, you expect him to just be on his best behavior, put his best foot forward. Yes, impress me. If he won't clean his car up and knowing he's going on a date, okay, then what else is he not willing to do? This is true. Mm -hmm. He been flirting with you. Just leave it at that. Go on about your business. You're absolutely correct. It's more behind that. First of all, he's not trying to impress you. That's a problem. Let's take your car. That's a problem. You goody tutus because you like clean stuff. That's a problem. Listen, ladies, <laughs> listen. Bye. I know I am. 
All right. Moving on, Sebastian in Los Angeles says, I met a beautiful woman, and she's got a roommate that's beautiful too. The other night, they had a small dinner party and invited me. There were several people there, but I was the only guy they invited. I thought I was dating the lady I met first, but her roommate was sitting in my lap, and she even fixed a plate for me. I'm an old school type of guy, so should I ask the lady I met first if we're dating? I'm 54. <laughs> He's so confused. I'm 54 and she's 30, so I need your help. <laughs> yeah, Come on, you Chief. probably need to go on and ask. <laughs> Just say, hold on. Wait a minute, hold on. I'm confused. Uh, I come over your house, and then your roommate is sitting in my lap and makes me a plate. Now, I need to know, is am I who am I dating here? Or, yeah, or is just all on? three of us finna do something? <laughs> don't I don't do say that. Keep that to yourself. Okay, start over, start over, CLO. Keep that to yourself. But just say, hey, look, I want to ask you a question. I came here thinking it was you, but then uh-huh. your roommate is sitting in my lap and fixing me food, so I'm confused. Am, uh-huh. am I to date your roommate? Am I to date you? I'm so confused. I don't understand. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, and that's needs clarity. That's fair. That's clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm I'm confused. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, play attention to this one, CLO. LaDonna in Valdosta, Georgia says, Mr. CLO, mm. I'm 67, and I heard you say that old people need to stop referring to themselves as freaky. I beg your pardon because I'm still very freaky, and my husband is 68, and he is too. But here's the problem. He's starting to watch a lot of porn, and he ends up handling his business all by himself a lot. Why does he choose that over actually having sex with me? <laughs> I thought he Mr. CLO, she called you, sir. Well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, since we being honest with each yeah. other. If a man prefers porno and himself mm-hmm. over you, then let me ask you a question. Why do you think he prefers porn and himself over you? Miss, I still got it. I'm so freaky. 67 and freaky. <laughs> well, that's what she wants to know from you, CLO. Why does he choose porn over actually having sex with her? Freaky and good is two different things. <laughs> you know, maybe you got feather dusters in the room, you know, a little what? suitcase under the bed. I don't know what you're working with. But maybe maybe he don't want all that. Feather dusters. You know, you, know, you in here, you know, you got French ticklers and, you know, he don't, he don't want all that, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's, you know. he watches porn. <laughs> make it make sense. You can buy the porno movie you want. Mm-hmm. You know, Paulina's pool do? table. I don't know what to tell her. <laughs> what, what Mr. CLO, there's a cheap no, love you know, She the one in here thinking she all that freaky, but he don't want to be with her. He want to be with the porno movie and himself. Now, obviously, something you doing ain't all that freaky. Well, okay, mm. you're the CLO, not the CFO. Chief Freaky Officer. Okay. All right. I got oh, it. I got it. You're, you're into say, love. Sure, you yeah. Uh, He's into I don't love. know what you, you know what? Yeah. Okay. I got okay. it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you come talking about, well, I got news for you. I'm freaking. He freaking too. Oh, really? <laughs> 
but here's okay. the problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, he freaky at the movie. <laughs> and he freaky with himself. Himself. Now. Okay. So what you saying? You nine, two. That's that, that blows the oh, no. theory. All right, one and one on. is two. We're, yeah. we're moving on. Angela in Manhattan says, I'm a 42-year-old dancer, and I do private bachelor and bachelorette parties. I was hired to dance for a guy's 40th birthday party, and his wife set it all up. When I got there, the birthday boy asked if I would fool around with his wife and let him watch. I told him it would be extra, and he paid me. His wife and I hooked up a few more times since then, and he found out. He got on social media and trashed me. Is there any way I can stop him? What? <laughs> that just ain't got nothing to do with love? Uh-uh. <laughs> so a lot of freaky stuff going on. You a dancer. <laughs> he hired you. Uh-huh. He paid extra for you yeah. to do something extra with his wife, and he watched it, and y'all hooked up a few times after that. Now he trashing you on social media. Uh-huh. What <laughs> What you tripping for? <laughs> all right. Your uh, business ought to be going way up. <laughs> Coming up next. <laughs> Junior's in for the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And in entertainment news, Chrissy Teigen posts a lengthy apology for her past horrible tweets and bullying, she says. We'll talk about it at the top of the hour, of course. But right now, Junior is in for the nephew who's vacationing somewhere exotic, we heard, on some island. But anyway, Junior's in for the nephew with Run That Prank Back. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's <laughs> he's islanding. <laughs> in Mexico. <laughs> what you got for us, Junior? Well, you know, Shirley, call it. You know, you can't you can't play with people when they get when you start talking about their mm-hmm. Lord and Savior. Okay, they black people get serious about this. So this is me and my Jesus. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Me and my Jesus. Come on, cat. Hello. Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach your sister. This is she. Uh, how you doing? I, I'm giving you a call on behalf of. Uh, Baptist Church. You you are a member there, am I right? Yes, I am. Okay. Listen, um I'm calling you. They they uh some of the members have gotten together and had a meeting and mm-hmm. wanted me to give you a call. Have uh, it, it seems that uh a lot of them are complaining about Sunday services that go on and wanted for me to give you a call on their behalf so that we can see if we can address the problem and talk to you diligently as possible and try to get the problem rectified what, what's going on well it seems like that um a lot of uh of members are complaining i'm sorry and what is your name again uh my name is ma'am uh, i'm not actually a member of the church i've just been the one that they've been asked to give you a call and, and try to talk on the members behalf so maybe we can get this problem rectified that you that they have uh as far as you are concerned now, okay, go ahead. I'm just trying to see what this is in regards to. Go ahead. Well, it seems like the members of the church are complaining about that you're doing too much shouting at church on Sunday, and it seems to be going on every Sunday. You're running up and down the aisle, and you're shouting all over the place. And it's oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Me? I, I've been singled out about well, my shouting? Well, is that what you're saying? Well, evidently it's distracting, ma'am. You're distracting everyone from getting the word and listening to the word and being involved in the service. And that's the purpose of the call is to see if we can get you to tone it down some. Okay, so the whole church is complaining about me shouting the way people run up and down their mouths, 
every Sunday and almost turn cartwheels and flips, and they singling me out, complaining about me. Well, ma'am, I don't know how it is that you can see everybody else doing cartwheels when you're the ones that, that they say is the one that's doing them. You okay, don't... well, how am, I, how am I being singled out? Ma'am, all I'm saying is, is that they're saying that you're doing too much shouting and too much running at this church. Now, I, I'm just the messenger. Okay, well, well they, they can't tell me how to shout. They, don't, they can't tell me what's going on in my life, what's going to keep me from praising God. I, and I, now, they, I mean, they could just, they, they can go somewhere else with that, but they are not going to tell me that I can't praise my God. They don't know how good God has been to me. I, and, and you know what? I understand that. I agree with you wholeheartedly, but it's becoming a distraction. I mean, they, they was at the point last night talking about, should we put some seat belts on the pews so, so you can stay down? I wish they would put some seat but how are they going to tell people they can't shout in church and praise God? What, what do we come to church for? Well, you do come to us. They need to be trying to praise God and get their own shot on and stop looking at me and worrying about what I'm doing. We're going to need you to quit running up and down these aisles and doing well, that's what you're I'm sorry, sir. You know, I'm, I'm trying to stay calm. I'm trying my best. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Sir, that, that's not happening. You can't tell me I got to stop shouting. Okay, ma'am, but let me ask you something. Are you running now? Aren't you just standing still talking? No, because I don't have to run right now. Okay, I... What I'm trying to get you if to I do. I feel like if I want to run up and down this street right now, I can run up and down this street and praise God. But they're not going to tell me to stop shouting at church. Can we get you to be a little bit more reserved as what we are? See, ma'am, let me let me go ahead and go further on what they do. I, I, I move how the spirit moves. Okay, well, let me move and tell you what they've told me. Now, go ahead. If, what, if, what they told you. If we can't get to the point where you can, you know, tone it down, then we may have to ask you to leave. I just want let them ask me. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You ma'am. let them ask me, why would they want me to leave the church? Be, them, I've been at that church for 15 years. I'm not leaving the church. I'm going to run up and down I'm the not gonna, around the church. I'm, I'm going to even turn me some flips where I'm not well, I feel like it. Now, 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 now listen. That's, that, that's all I'm Okay, go ahead. What, I'm going to be there. You, I'm you going to. I am going to be there on Sunday, ma'am, and I have been the person that's been appointed to make sure that you're not running up and down these aisles and shouting like this. You got to keep yourself reserved so people can hear the word of God. You are standing in people's word. That's what you're doing. You're in the way of. You know what? If they come trying to sit me down, I'm going to give them a word, and it ain't going to be a God. So, let them put their hands up on me here. Now, listen. Okay, I'm telling you that now. You, you could say, I haven't been in that church 15 years. If I want to run, dance, shout, jump, scream, whatever I want to do, I'm going to do it. And ain't nobody going to stop me. You're going to have to stop this. This past Sunday was your last Sunday doing it, and you're watch not going to do it this Sunday. I, well, like I said, just why? And I'm telling you, you can tell the urchins, the deacon boys, the deaconess, the minister's wives, or whoever else you want to tell, let them put their hands on me and see if I don't swing on them. I'm going to come right about the spirit and swing on them. I'm telling you that now. Because, see, sir, you done really pushed me that. I done tried. I done tried my well, let me ask you this here. Where, where I is, tried to show that I'm saved and I, I, delivered, but you make it, you, you making me revert back to my old ways, and you you really finna f*** me off. That's what you finna do. Okay, well, let me ask you this here. Where is the God at right now in you? Where is the you one that's... Right was, the God was in me when I was trying to be calm with you at first and tell you don't be calling me with this foolishness. But now you done made the other side of me raise up. Well, you done raised it up you in... Now. You done raised it up in me, too. Guess what? Come Sunday, you gonna sit your in that pew, and you ain't gonna move. You know, you call yourself a man of God, you cuss me to my own sin in the pew. Okay, all right. All right, we're gonna see how well my sit in that pew. Matter of fact, first thing Sunday morning, I'm going to pastor. Oh, yeah. When you're the deacon, whoever you are, whatever your name is, I'm gonna tell them about it.
would be talking to Pastor myself and letting him know about this situation. You don't no, talk. I you don't. Pastor, we can call Pastor right now. We can get Pastor on freeway. You don't talk to Pastor. I talk to Pastor. I talk to Pastor. I've been at this church fifteen years. Like I said, I tell you, oh Jesus, oh you, you fin, oh Jesus. Not, 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 not. See, just like this here, you see ooh, how you calling ooh, on him Jesus, and you standing. Jesus. Yeah, because I'm calling on him to keep me from just really going and cuss you out right now, because you didn't really hit my nerve. I got one more thing I need to say to you, lady. Wait, you know what? You better say it real quick, because you finna talk to this operator. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got <laughs> pranked by your girl. <laughs> You know, oh, see, you know what? <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, I'm a kid. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Y'all see, you had me up here cursing on the phone. Okay. Oh, Jesus. I got one more thing, baby. Let me ask you something. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey Morning. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all she was going to be serious about her and her Jesus. <laughs> she was not playing. No. It. She said, I could scream, yell, jump, flip in this church. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you yeah. to tell me how to play? Yeah. Jesus. Seat belts yes. in the pews for what? You right. knew what Jesus brought me out of. Huh. Yeah, you tell me how to serve my Lord. That's right. right. You don't know my journey. You don't know uh-huh. my testimony. Uh-huh. I love it. Ain't that the truth? It's it. All right. Well, thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Chrissy Teigen released a lengthy apology on Monday for her toxic tweets against Courtney Stodden, Lindsay Lohan, and others. Uh, Chrissy posted, as you know, a bunch of my old, awful, awful, awful tweets resurfaced. I'm truly ashamed of them. As I look at them and understand the hurt they caused, I have to stop and wonder, how could I have done that? There is simply no excuse for my past horrible tweets, she also wrote. My targets didn't deserve them. No one does. Many of them needed empty uh, empathy, kindness, understanding, and support, not my meanness masquerading as a kind of casual, edgy humor. I was a troll, full stop. And I am so sorry. So this is what happened. Um, I, maybe you don't know the backstory about this. Um, Chrissy is referring will, to, yeah, Chrissy is referring to Courtney Stodden, who married actor Doug, Doug Hutchinson when he was 50 and she was just 16 years old. They divorced in early 2020 after a tumultuous decade together. Stodden has accused her ex-husband of taking advantage of her and verbally abusing her. Stodden Mm -hmm. also um, has publicly called out Tegan in the past for her abusive tweets, some of which were calls for her to kill herself, quite frankly. Um, Yeah, brands like Macy's and Target have distanced themselves from Chrissy Teigen. She publicly apologized via Twitter. Chrissy says she's continuing to work on herself and making amends privately with others. So she's working Uh, toward... um, Those tweets, it was a long time ago, but it was harsh. It was mean. It was Mm. cold with the Mm -hmm. stuff that she said. And so... I guess it's good that she's taking ownership of yeah. it now, yeah. but a lot of right. people are saying that she's doing it because because she's losing uh, losing uh, money. Sponsors. I mean, sponsors. I mean, well, mm-hmm. it happened a long time ago. She apologized. You have to allow people to get up. You know, you can't just hold people 
to their mis- to their mistakes forever. She apologized, yeah. and the old right. the old tweet surfaced again, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. she's uh, she's going back to apologize again. Yeah. She can't do no more. Yeah, it Cancel may have been horrible though, at the you well, know. it may have been horrible at the time, and I understand it, and she admitted it. But mm-hmm. she's she's asked for forgiveness, and she said everything, and now it resurfaced. She's apologized again. She can't do nothing else. Yeah, she's apologized. She made a mistake. It was horrible. She said she wished she hadn't. Mm -hmm. She can't believe she did it. But it's done. Everybody survived it. Let her up so she can move on. Now, everybody that wants to keep crushing her for it, Mm -hmm. why she doing it and all this here, she could be sincerely sorry. Right. And, you know, that's the thing. This is cancel culture and everybody's ready to just yeah. cancel you out like that. And right. the in other a thing, heartbeat. And I mean, just, you know, in a blink of an eye, you're done. You know, you, there, you, there's no room for redemption and stuff like this. And, and we all have to remember, you know, about our past things mistakes. That we, our past yeah. And, we're, and we've all made done. mistakes. Yeah. And the things that we post live on. That's, you know. And, and I forgive think us change. our trust passes. Yeah, she forgive said us she our was... trespasses as we yeah. forgive those who trespass right. against us. That's right. That's the Lord's Prayer I say every day. And mm-hmm. I try to remember that mm-hmm. when yeah. people are asking for forgiveness. Yeah. Because yeah, she went hard, all too. of us Ooh. are going to turn around and need it. Yeah. 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 And we want people to forgive us, so we have to forgive. Yeah. You're absolutely right, Steve. All right. Um, it's time for the news. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. President Biden is scheduled to meet with Russian President Vladimir Putin in Geneva tomorrow. The president's already met with the leaders of Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania to discuss the threat that Russia poses to NATO's eastern flank. A woman was killed in Minneapolis Sunday night by a man who rammed his car into a mixed-race crowd protesting the killing June 3rd of a reportedly unarmed black man by sheriff's deputies seeking to arrest him on a firearms warrant. The cop said he had a gun. People near him said he didn't. A local activist named DJ Hooks was there. A car came at us going like 70 or 80 miles an hour. And as it got through the first street, it even sped up as it got to the car. And it hit the car. They hit the car. Protesters detained the apparent driver until the police arrived and they turned him over to them. I guess not everybody saw or heard of the movie Hidden Figures about those three brilliant black American women who work for NASA. I say that because two other extremely bright Southern girls, Alec and salutary of their high school, West Point, Mississippi, have now been forced to share those positions with two white students whose families complained to the school administrations when the black young ladies earned the honors over their children. So now there are two valedictorians and two salutarians, even though the black children say they took harder and more advanced classes, which the two white students did not take. Right wing media has twisted everything, claiming the black girls' honors was supposedly a mistake from the beginning. No one else is saying that, but right-wing media is saying that. California is opening up uh, today. As of today, masks are no longer required in the Golden State. That's right. They say the PU do have to take your mask with you because you may go to a store that still prefers to require you with a mask. So don't fight about it. Just carry it with you. But generally speaking, today, California opening up masks no longer required. In fact, today is finally National Dairy Day. milk in my coffee and in my cornflakes. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Junior, what you got? Okay, Shirley, well, the Steve Harvey Morning Show and Walmart Family Mobile want to help you celebrate Father's Day this year. We want you to enter for a chance to win a high-end smartphone, six months of Walmart Family Mobile service, plus $2,500 cash. Best gift any father could get this year, $2,500 cash. Enter and get rules at steveharveyfm.com. All thanks to Walmart Family Mobile. Get 40 gigabytes for under $40 a month from Walmart Family Mobile, powered by T-Mobile. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. $2,500 cash. Shirley? All right, Junior, thank you. Yeah, happy Father's Day. Well, you know, June is Black Music Month, and yesterday we kind of talked about Soul to Soul. Remember the group Soul to Soul, Jazzy B? And Yeah, we were talking a, about it off yeah, air. Yeah, yeah, yeah off yeah. air. What a, what a great group and what great music they had. And, uh, uh-huh. Carla, you, you even said you were in college when that song came out. So, yes. so Steve, you're a music lover. June is Black Music Month. Uh can we talk about music like for when you were in college or back in your early early 20s? What what kind of music did you love? How did it make you feel? Where were you? What Only were you one doing? thing. What? Oh, Lord. R <laughs> and B. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, black you know, I've always liked yeah, contemporary yeah. jazz, but R and B. One of the questions on Family Feud yesterday. Yeah. And I lit up. It was name the top five all-time best female singers. Boy, I almost mm-hmm. lost my mind. You were so excited about <laughs> yeah. this question, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. The number one answer was Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Yeah. yeah, yeah, number one. Yes, now, the first that. lady answered it. She said Aretha Franklin. She was number two. Yes. Okay. And yes. then the second the person queen. came back and said Whitney Houston, and she was number one. Mm-hmm. After that, I was so hurt on my list. They had Wait, what? what? On say the list? This list, I was so hurt on this list. Let me tell you oh, who okay. they say didn't make it. They said Beyonce didn't make it. And I was okay. a little bit stunned. Beyonce didn't make Beyonce it. Beyonce didn't oh. make uh-huh. it. The top oh, five right. best mm-hmm. female singers. Oh, no, because I in my estimation, Beyonce is the greatest living female artist all around performer of all Yeah, time. all around. Yes. And I've seen them all, mm-hmm. all around. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Whitney's the best voice. Aretha mm-hmm. Franklin had a great voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I look at voices, though, mm-hmm. but here they have Barbara Streisand. I knew Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. She could sing to me, though. She yeah, I love her. Yeah, she Celine could. Dion. Ooh, yes. Celine, Celine Dion. Celine Dion mm-hmm. made the list. Yes, she, she did. And the last one on did. the list was Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> And church guy. She quiet. wrote I Will Always Love You. She didn't for sing. Whitney. Not for Whitney, but she wrote it. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> All right. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to talk about that Delta flight where the off-duty flight attendant caused a stir right after mm. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So did you guys hear about this story? Um an off-duty Delta flight attendant disrupted a flight. They were going from L.A. to Atlanta. This happened Friday night, Steve. Uh, the off-duty flight attendant had to be restrained by crew and passengers as the pilot was forced to divert to Oklahoma City where the man was taken into custody. So um, he just got unruly, this off-duty flight attendant. He assaulted two crew members. I mean, it was just kind of a mess, you know? It's like, what are you doing, sir? And and then the uh, pilot asked, (laughs) he got a... (laughs) 
<laughs> got on the mm-hmm. PA system and asked if there were any passengers on board who could come and help them subdue this passenger. Now, right mm-hmm. there, uh-huh. that's my moment. What do you mean? What do you yeah. mean that's your moment? See, because I've been wanting to whoop somebody's ass on a plane. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Since I started flying in 85. I didn't know that, Steve. I've known you a while. I didn't know that about you. You know how many times I've looked over across the aisle or Uh back behind me or (laughs) across from me and wanted to just whoop somebody. Do we have any able-bodied men in here who could come up? Oh, hi, Steve. (laughs) You on the way. No, he won't even finish the sentence. Do we have any... Able-bodied men who could come up to the front and help. Oh, oh, sir, yeah, can I help you? I'm here. Yeah, help forward. Is this him? Make sure you got the right. Soon as he, I'm sucker punching. Soon as I see him, I'm hauling off and tagging his ass. Okay, okay. Uh, let me ask you this. Okay, you in seat 25C. You gotta get all the way to the to the front of the plane. How do you come out your seat when they hear that announcement? Excuse, you excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. Excuse me. I didn't mean to hold it. Hold your hat on. Hold it. Hey, baby. I didn't mean that. Watch your babies. Get your babies out there. Hold on, man. My bad. Sorry about that. Hold it. Give up. Hey, give, don't don't touch me. Don't grab me. I'm going to the front. I'm row twelve right now. Here I come, Captain. Almost there. Back up. Back up, row six, row six. I don't need no more depth. I don't care how many people up here. Sir, we have enough. You ain't got me. Let me get up to the front. Sir, back up. Wait. I didn't tell you this, Steve, that that the man was wearing a helmet. He had on elbow pads and knee pads, and he was acting strangely, they said. Oh, the flight attendant? Yeah. I know. know It don't matter. We get all that. He gonna need all that. Get your peanuts. Get your drinks. Get all this. Move back. Move. Excuse me. I got this. Give me that fire extinguisher up there, sir. Wait, what? All these knee pads and stuff. I got something for all yeah. that. Helmet. Now, now you gonna need said, all that. He said we got enough people. No, but you ain't got me. You ain't got me. <laughs> I'm finna. I'm finna show you how to subdue. Crack say, his I'm ass coming, dead in the jaw. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Get coming. your babies out the aisle. Tell <laughs> about him. He got no bicycle helmet, all that exposed jaw. Just let me get up there, dog. <laughs> but I didn't know you had w- wanted to do this for so long. That's what really My life's dream is to whip somebody's ass on the plane and be Why? asked to do it. <laughs> by the pilot, by the captain. By the That's captain? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your pleasure. You mean I follow orders to fulfill a bucket list yeah. dream? <laughs> and you're able-bodied, right? He asked oh. for able-bodied men to step forward. Able as hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> they can't keep you from the front of that plane. How about more than able? <laughs> Sir, that's enough. No, no, no. Let me show you a couple things. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you. I love it. Mm. Oh, that's how oh, it's going. Wow. Sir, what are you yeah. doing? Sir, let's throw his ass off the plane, sir. What? Wait, what? <laughs> no, he wanted um, the door open. Um, yeah. That, um, that's um, what he cap. said. He commandeered the intercom and was telling passengers to get back to their seats because oxygen masks were going to be required of them. Mm. And, uh, you know, of course, that created a stir amongst everyone. It, and it yeah, became tense and crazy. Yeah. 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 Just really frightening. Yeah. 
So thank you. I I'm probably would have been up there before the captain asked me. <laughs> <laughs> Open the door. Oh, hey, Steve. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, Junior is in for the nephew with the prank phone call for today right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, what more does he want from me? Mm. <laughs> Wait till you hear this, and we will in just a few. But right now, mm, Junior yeah. is in <laughs> for the nephew. It. Junior, what you got? Well, the nephew left us a prank, even though he on vacation. <laughs> uh, today's prank is, get this, what? love Etc. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That kind of goes I, with the strawberry letter. It does. Mm. Uh huh. Love, etc. I think okay. I said it right. You know, I ain't never knew how to say etc. That's why I wanted to say love etc. <laughs> love tko. <laughs> yeah, I can't say etc. Love etc. Here we go. Let's run it, yeah. cat. Hello, hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Kaylin. Kaylin. Uh, no, she's not here right now. Who, who's speaking? Uh, this is Dr. Elbert. Listen, I was given a call. Are you able to leave a message for her for me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, would you let her know her sessions will be on Wednesdays at 7.30? Sessions? What, what session are you talking about? Sessions? Well, actually, she signed up for a class, uh, an eight-week class, and it's every Wednesday night at 7.30, okay? Uh, what, uh, what, what classes are you talking about? What kind of class? This is Love, Etc. Have you heard of us? No. Okay, well, let me kind of give you a little briefing here. Kaylin actually came in and filled out to take some classes, and um, we're Love Etc., so we teach different things. Um, what, is, what is it, like a, a seminar or something? Well, you, we, we teach foreplay, uh, intimacy, uh, sensual massages, and things like that. And she, I was actually here when she came and filled out the paperwork. She said she wanted to spruce up um, her love life with her husband. Are you, are you her husband? Yeah, yeah, I'm her, I'm her husband, but uh, what I'm saying is, is this like a like a joint thing? Am I supposed to be there or something? No, 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 no. This is actually her wanting to actually. I, I'm a, uh, if if you don't know about it, I'm assuming she wants to surprise you and show you some different things when when she uh, finishes her her sessions. So when did uh when when did she come in? Like she came in where where are y'all located? First of all, okay, well, she actually came in a couple weeks ago and she filled out the paperwork. We're in the downtown area. She filled it out. She said she was very excited. She wanted to do some different things for her husband. We just asked if she gets here a little earlier, probably 15 minutes earlier, so she can shower and put her robe on, and then we can we can start class. Whoa, 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 whoa! Shower, shower, and robes. What's that? What's that for? I mean, you're not you're not upset about this, are you? No, nah, I mean, I ain't got no problem with you know us. We mean we know. I mean, we married couple. You know what I mean? So you know anything to spice up, spice up the marriage, but. You know, as far as me not being involved and her going out there by herself, and you talking about taking a bath and a robe and all this other stuff, man, she don't need to be there for no for no mess like that, man. Well, no, no, sir, it's nothing like that. I mean, it's 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 basically a class where people get in touch with their with their sensitive side, and you get to actually, you know, you learn about foreplay, what what takes. Yeah, you to but you talking level. about you talking about eight weeks though. Eight weeks. Well, you don't need eight weeks for like sir, that, sir. Like, you, must even, you must understand. Like, where y'all even? How y'all even? Eight weeks. So now listen to me, sir. It's only one night a week. It's only on Wednesday. So really, you only have eight sessions. Eight sessions. Exactly. Okay, so why, why does she have to have a robe, though? I mean, why is she not? Why is she just not showing up at the work or whatever? Well, you have to bring your robe, sir. Everyone showers, and then they put their robe on, and, and we, we actually coach them through, here's how foreplay goes, here's the intimacy, here's sensual massaging. No, 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 fam. You, you get, you're getting it twisted. What I'm asking you is, 
you 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 really not explaining yourself enough. Like, what do y'all do? Like, what, I understand okay, a look, class. Look, look. Like a classroom said, if I'm in the class, I'm taking the class. There's nobody touching me. Ain't no ain't no cold coming off. Ain't nobody taking no group showers. Carrying on. What you got? What you sound like y'all having a no over? What's going no, on? No, no, nothing, nothing like that at all. But we do come in contact with our sensual side. Now, she will have a partner in class. She'll deal with that one partner. It's not until the fourth session that we really get into some strong physical what contact. Man, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You're talking about a partner. Like, you're talking about another woman, like some of my teammate or something. What you talking about? you talking about another dude? Everyone has opposite sex partners. Man, you got to be out your mind. Sir. I don't even believe you call. Why are you even, why are you even calling me with this right here? Sir, I, 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 you, 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 you have to understand. I'm, I, I wasn't calling you. I was trying to reach Miss Kalen. I don't, I don't care who you're trying to reach, man. you calling my house. Talking about my wife on some rogue and some partners, and it don't get physical to the fourth session of Karen. I ain't gonna be no physical at all. Sir, basically, your wife is trying to surprise you with a good thing. No, 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 no. Hold on. You sir, just hold on. Sir, I'm gonna get this straightened out real quick. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. What are you, what are you doing? I, I'm gonna call my wife. That's what I'm about to do. Okay, hold but on. you don't understand. She's trying to, it's not good for you to call. She wants to surprise you. That's my wife. You let me handle my wife the way I wanna handle it. You hold on. Just hold sir, on. This group, you call me back when you get this message. Call me back at the house as soon as you get this message. Sir. Hello? Yeah. yeah. Sir, she wants to surprise I you. Know, well, we got surprised already, all right? Because first of all, she ain't going to be coming down to y'all little sessions. I, and uh, where, you, where do y'all say y'all do located at again? Well, Love, et cetera, is in the downtown area. How much this thing supposed to cost anyway? Well, like I said, she signed up for eight sessions. It's, it's uh, one session per week. It's $100 each session. She's already paid the $800, sir. She already paid what? She's paid in full to do all eight sessions. Man, I know well she ain't paid no $800 to y'all. She's starting this coming Wednesday. She won't be there, I'm going to tell you that right now. And, I, and if, you, if you got any of that money, if you got any of my money down there, you best be coming back with it. I'm not, sir, I'm sorry. Y'all downtown? Y'all downtown? I work downtown, so guess what? I will be there tomorrow to get my money. Love, et cetera, is non-refundable. When people sign up for these classes, you can't change your mind like that. Look, man, that's paperwork. Don't, don't tell me about what's not refundable, what's refundable, what's not refundable. If I show up, I'm going to have my money back right in my hand. Mr. Would it make you, would you feel a little bit more comfortable if I was her partner during the sessions? Are you married? Sir, yes, I am. You are, okay. So let me have a session with your wife. How about I do a, a year with your wife? How about, how about my, wife my wife works with other men in the sessions. That, that's, all fine. The that's fine. So I'm going to go ahead and knock your wife down for about a good, you know, year or whatever, and then we're going to see how you like it. How about sir, that? Sir, I'm not going to go back and forth. No, we ain't going back and forth. I'm going to come down there, I'm going to get my money okay. back, and I'm going to go on forward with my, with my business, and then don't call this house no more. Don't worry about my wife taking name off the little ledger or whatever. Ain't going to be no classes, player. I, we're non-refundable. I keep telling you that. Man, who the f*** you think you're raising your voice at? Sir, I'm, 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 I'm talking to you. I keep telling you we're non-refundable. Don't, don't tell me it's non-refundable. Did she go to any sessions yet? No, she has not. You ain't used a service yet, right? She ain't used a service yet, right? But we've already partnered her up. We already have a partner for her. You can't know about that partner. Let the partner use your wife. How about that? Hey, sir, quit bringing my wife into you this. You bring my wife into it, I'm going to bring your wife into it. Maybe the problem is you. Maybe you're not doing what you need to be doing at all. Who the f*** you talking to? I'm coming down there tomorrow to come get my money. You better have my money. It's going to be your Please believe it. What am I supposed to tell her partner? partner. If I'm a part of the he's going to get his kick too. Do you know who her partner is? Her partner is. I'm the only partner she got. We partnered her up with nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Man, y'all...
you up time <laughs> we've been telling him that yeah. oh my god dude's not playing about his wife man no well, in the robe in the shower yeah eight hundred dollars yeah man my don't worry about it come get my money yeah. i work downtown so i'll be around there yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He, oh, he was. He tried to, so hard to understand. That fool said, so if it's a class, they supposed to be learning. Ain't nobody touching me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, Junior, are, you're not married, but you can feel him, right? Oh, you know I understood he, yeah. what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, ain't nobody, it's a class. Sure. Ain't nobody touching me. What's all this uh-uh. learning for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mean a teammate? <laughs> <laughs> that fool, that Wow. Funny. Yeah, that's really crazy. All right. Thank you, Junior. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject. What more does he want from me? We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Who knows, we could be reading your strawberry letter, Mm-mm-mm. just like this one right here, right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the strawberry letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, Junior, my good friend. Subject, what more does he want from me? Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been with my fiance for three years and we've been engaged for almost a year. We've had sex almost every night since we met. Since he proposed, he's been wearing me out physically. He has raised the bar so high in the bedroom that I can't keep up. He's doing all kinds of positions and tricks on me nightly and I'm exhausted. He knows I work two jobs and we have a small child to take care of. I am trying to help him pay for our dream wedding and then we could be as nasty as he wants to be and I've told him that. He has read about Karma Sutra and the art of sensual touch and he calls himself a sexpert which is a sex expert. The final straw was on the other night when I was asleep and he started rubbing hot oil all over my back and it burned burned like hell. I was startled and I swung my arm around hitting him in the eye by mistake. He went and slept on the couch. The next morning I tried to fix things by cuddling with him on the couch. That ended up in us having sex on the couch and then in the kitchen and finally in our bed. He literally walked me all around our house while we had sex and this has got to stop. It has gotten to the point where I am faking it so he'll stop and that's how I want my ma- uh, that that's not how I want my marriage to be. 
Then he told his daddy, of all people, that I can't keep up with him anymore in the bedroom. And his daddy called me to say, if I can't please my man, then someone else will. I'm not supposed to uh, do that. I'm not supposed to. Oh, I'm not opposed to. Yeah, thank you, Steve. I'm not opposed to that at this point because I'm tired of having sex. We are both in our late 20s, so maybe he's still immature, and I'm just seeing it. Should I rethink my wedding plans if he doesn't stop acting out like this? Hmm. The question is, to me, how have you spent a whole three years with this guy? Not because of the sex, because that's what 20-somethings do. Uh, But he sounds like, you know, a very selfish daddy's boy to me. You said you have a baby and you're working two jobs to help him pay for the wedding. Where's the love? Where's the appreciation? And where's the consideration from him that you might be tired some of these days, okay? You're not a machine. You have every right to be tired and worn out. And the hot burning oil, that could have, you know, burnt you or something pretty badly. Uh... You, you haven't mentioned anything about him having a job or anything like that. What does he do besides have sex with you every single night for three years? Um, and, and then what is he calling his dad to tell on you for? That right there. And, and Pops has no right to tell you, to call you and tell you that someone else can please his son as you can, if you can't. That's not his business, Daddy. That's not your business. Well, you say you don't want your marriage to be like this, but it will because this is who your fiancé is. Get used to this. You, you've been doing this for three years. What makes you think he's going to change when you get married? It's only fun if both of you enjoy it and you're not enjoying it. You're no longer enjoying it. You're too tired. You have every right to question your future with him because he doesn't care about what you want. He just wants his needs fulfilled. The first thing I would do is quit my second job. Then maybe, you know, you won't be so tired and, uh, uh, you know, then you guys can do it as often as you want or as he wants. Steve? This is not my solution. For her to quit her second job? (laughs) Yeah, so she won't be as tired. Uh, What? Let me just start at the bottom of the letter. We're both in our late 20s. Okay, (laughs) So, so that means everybody's pretty highly active. I mean, late 20s, woo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be on and cracking. Uh, but y'all been together three years, and y'all been engaged for about a year, and y'all done had sex almost every night since we met. That's three years. Almost every night. Uh, now, since he proposed, he been wearing you out physically. This a year. He done raised the, the, the bar so high in the bedroom that you can't keep up. He doing all kinds of positions and tricks. And I'm exhausted. And he knows I got to work two jobs and I have a small child to take And we have a small child to take care of. I'm trying to help him pay for our dream wedding. And then he can be as nasty as he wants to. And I've told him that. Okay, now let me tell you what. All he heard was you can be as nasty as you want to. That's all he heard. See, you're dealing with a man with selective hearing, selective caring. It's all about him. So when you said, you know, I've told him, uh, you know, that after we pay for our dream wedding and then he can be as nasty as he wants to, that's all he heard. 
Now, the other problem you got is he done read this book about Carmen Karma Sutra <laughs> and the art of sensual touch. Mm-hmm. Now he a damn sex expert. Well, he done read the book, Shirley, and in the book, they didn't give instructions as to how hot the oil supposed to be. (laughs) Now, you in here got got a cup of lava on your ass. This dumbass boy. Yeah. All right, look. uh... He got a welding glove on applying the oil. You ain't know that, though. Right. (laughs) All right, Steve. Hang on, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. The subject for today's Strawberry Letter, what more does he want from me? We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. What more does he want from me is the subject. Well, Mm. this letter, let me get to it. Been dating this boy three years, they've been engaged once. They've had sex almost every night, and ever since they got engaged a year ago, he been wearing how. She tired, she working two jobs because she's trying to pay for the dream wedding, help him pay for the dream wedding, but they got a small child. Now, she told him, after the, we get the dream wedding, you can be as nasty as you want to. That's all he heard. Be as nasty as you want to. So now, now he done read this book about Kama Sutra, and he done ordered a sensual touch. Now he done, somebody told him in his damn book to heat up some oil. Now he done got a hot plate, plugged it up in the bathroom, got a saucepan out the kitchen, ain't paying no attention. He done heated this damn oil up to this damn lava. He done actually... He didn't actually turn this into a McDonald's apple pie. <laughs> now, Ooh, you in that's the bed, that's yeah, you in the bed, you sleep. Mm-hmm. He started rubbing this hot ass pie Ooh. all over your back, and it burned like hell. You swung your arm around, you hit him in the eye. Busted him in his eye. <laughs> so <Idiot>. now, <laughs> he mad. He go sleep on the couch. So the next morning, you try to fix things up. You go down, you cuddle with him on the couch. Mm-hmm. Well, that ended up, y'all had sex on the couch. Then in the kitchen, finally in the bedroom, he walked your ass all around the house while we had sex. And this has got to stop. Then she said, and it got to the point where I'm faking it so he'll stop. And that's how I, not how I want my marriage to be. Then he told his daddy, of all people, I can't keep up with him anymore in the bedroom. His daddy called me to say, I can't please my man and somebody else will. Now, here's the dangerous part. I'm not opposed to that at this point because I'm tired of having sex. Damn. Okay. Get that line out right. Burn unit. Look, look, little girl, it can't get like this. Now, they're both in their late 20s, so maybe he's still immature, and I'm just seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Should I rethink my wedding plans if he doesn't stop acting out like this? You have to. You have to. And you have to tell him this is too much. His daddy called you and told you. If you can't please your man, then somebody else will. And you tired as hell of pleasing him to the point where you're faking it. 
it's too much for you. Now, is this marriage based on love or is this marriage based on the act of sex? Because right now, I haven't heard you say, I love him. He's the sweetest, warmest, kindest man. I haven't heard any of this. Does he He's even a have tremendous a job? father. You, know, you, you work in two jobs to help him pay for the dream. Yeah. Man. So I think you need to re- rethink these wedding plans and slow this down a little bit and get some type of little agreement worked out because he's just having his way. But the dangerous part is if you don't do it his way, it seems like his daddy already told him he got to go somewhere else and get it. Daddy and now boy. you just said in the letter that you don't really even oppose to that. Well, that's a dangerous thing to say wow. because why would you get married to a man that you know is going to be outside right. of marriage doing what he want to do? Right. She's tired. Yeah. She's not thinking clearly, Steve. Mm-hmm. She's too tired. She's exhausted. Yes. She's working two jobs and they have a small child. Well, quitting your job is not the answer to this because what? you see, because if you quit one of your jobs so you're not as tired, then you're going to be at the house more for him to have some more sex. The problem is he wanted when he wanted, how he wanted, and whenever he wanted. That's your problem. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with you. You should have a say-so in that, and that's period. That's what it is. And so if you don't have a say-so in it, if you get married going into it with this, after you told him, after y'all have the dream wedding, you can be as nasty as you want to be, you don't think he going to pull that back up? Right. He get married. See, it even picked up after he got, after he got engaged. It picked up. There are a lot of people that think you property. There are some yeah. men who think women are their property. Yeah. They don't get it. For the both of you in order for that now, if this is what y'all want to do, then that's fine. Right. But if it's just what he want to do, then Houston, we have a problem. Yes, we do. But, but Steve, you remember this letter we had not too long ago? It was about this man who didn't work, and uh, he was all about sex. And you said, <laughs> remember that letter? And you said he has time to think about those things because he's not working. And that's kind of what this is reminding me of, because she never mentioned if he was working. She only mentioned that she was, not even that he's helping her out with the kids. So maybe that's why he has time to read Karma Sutra and all of that, because he doesn't have a job. Well, this letter doesn't have anything about love, and he's a great guy, and he's a wonderful provider. It's none of this. It's about one thing and one thing only. And I'm yeah. starting to be concerned that that's what the relationship is based on. That's all you have is great sex. And it's just great sex for him because it's too too much of anything ain't good for you. You can yeah. drink too much damn water. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah. three years of that? <laughs> all right. Listen. <laughs> Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, you ready? Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got? Oh, Shirley. Oh, uh, <laughs> come on, we come have on. to give a big shout out to the Atlanta Hawks down in the ATL. Pulled off a victory last night against the 76ers, 103 to 100. Uh, you know, Trey Young, man, was is balling. You have to watch this dude in these playoffs, man. He had a career high, 18 assists last night, 25 and 18. Got him a victory, man. Everybody's like, well, you know, they're not, probably not going to beat the 76ers. I don't know. They give him a run for their money right now. Now, the game tonight, though, and the Wait a minute. What's, uh, what, what, what's the count in the Hawks series? Oh, two, two, two to one. Two to two. 
Two two series oh, is tied. Goodness. Yeah. Oh my what? goodness. Yes. Oh series my goodness. Tied. Y'all can't write these boys off in ATL. We not letting. They not gonna go. They not going easy. Oh no, you're not handing it to just the Philly because they the seventy sixes. Now the game tonight, uh, Milwaukee Bucks versus the Brooklyn Nets. They serious. Uh, Brooklyn has a problem. They yep. do. Yep. They have a, a lot problem of injuries. They have mm-hmm. to have at least two of the big three on that floor. And right now, I'm not sure Harden is ready to come back. Kyrie is out, man. That was a horrible injury. Yeah, he won't be a out. He, horrible. He, he is in a compression boot and on crutches. Oh, in game, pivotal game five. No, he's not playing tonight. And they started this treatment around the clock. He's getting 24-hour treatment right on his on his foot. But, you know, like ice bucket and, and they're stimulating it, you know, trying to get it to you know, get the muscles to move. But he's out now. Now, here's the problem. This is game five. If they lose tonight, then they have elimination game in game six, and we don't know if he's going to be able to make it to that to force a game seven. The injury that I saw, mm-hmm. I don't see how he can be ready. But he's young. And they got some crazy stuff in them wombs, man. Yeah. That can get him out on the floor, but he won't be 100%. Not the injury I saw. He he turned that ankle, man. It was yeah, I couldn't did. even watch it. And yeah, I don't want is. him to be injured. I don't want none of these guys to be injured, man. I no, want to see them at their no. best. You do. You know. You do. Now, this is how important Kyrie is to the Brooklyn Nets. Against Milwaukee, this boy is averaging 29 points a game. Now, you got to find a way to replace that. Damn so what? that. You just can't replace Kyrie. No. Kyrie's a superstar, dog. Yeah, he's a superstar. Did y'all see the tweet, the uh, the one word that LeBron said about Kyrie's injury? Did you... What? What the F-bomb. Oh. <laughs> just... That was the one word. That would fit. That would be appropriate. That would be appropriate if you go down like Kyrie did. And you know what he means to the team. That's pretty funny. So Harden going to be a game-time decision. Uh, they said he's going to be a game-time decision. We don't know if he's going to play or not. So we just have to wait for the game tonight to see if he's going to play or not. But they need two or three. KD can't do it all by itself. That's what we can't wow. do. No. All right, Junior, thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, will one-night stands be a thing of the past? Hmm, we'll talk about it right after this. What? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here's a question. Will one-night stands be a thing of the past? Did you ever think you'd hear that what? question one in your lifetime? A... <laughs> when this will came one night up. Okay. (laughs) Well, Junior, it's a new survey by dating app Plenty of Fish. I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's Plenty of Fish. It's a dating app. It found that close to 50% of single Americans between the ages of 18 and 40 haven't been physically intimate with someone since the beginning of the pandemic. So that's what, a year and a half almost? A year and a half, yeah. Um, What have they been doing instead is the question. Well, virtual intimacy, okay? This includes video chat, sexting, and phone sex, all right? And while, huh? Yeah. I've tried all of that shit. (laughs) Junior. You're in the house. What are you going to do, right? I'm by myself. I mean, I got to do something. But you know what? The the video chat, you have to make sure you buy an outlet. Just want you to know that. Okay. Why? Yeah, because I've, I've been talking real good, and the phone died. That was it. I, said, <laughs> I got to do this next to an outlet. Yeah, you got to keep your phone charged for some of this stuff now. <laughs> All right, so 
And while 42% of the respondents are ready, they're ready for some physical intimacy after the pandemic. They're exciting to start, excited to start dating again. <clears throat> Excuse me. Nearly the majority of them plan to continue being virtually intimate as well. So they're going to mix it up now. They're going to be virtually intimate and, you know, they're going to start dating again. And, and they're saying maybe that's because some of the participants said the pandemic changed their idea, I love this, of what intimacy was, putting a higher value on things like emotions and intelligence. So, which is a good thing. They're just not I jumping into bed. I didn't need the pandemic bed. for that. <laughs> but you're older, what? Steve. You're, you're yeah. you know, yeah. you're a mature man. Yeah, and I, I, I can't have nothing virtual. <laughs> You need okay. that one-on-one. <laughs> no, virtual. But this is for people between the ages of 18 and 40. 40. Yeah. yeah. So this is good. You know, they're getting to know each other on a, on a more intimate level, you know? And that's good. I mean, yeah, you, that's you, wonderful. You give advice, Steve, 90-day rule to uh, women. So this is, this is wonderful. This is a step in the right direction, mm-hmm. getting to know someone. Yeah. yeah Not so I fast, you know? You don't believe it? <laughs> no, I just don't believe it. You don't believe it? No. Well, things I mean, the get pandemic, back to normal. Yeah, but the pandemic yeah. changed a lot of things, though. This could just yeah. very during, well be one. During the pandemic, but these people are acting like it's over. It's a wrap. They yeah, die. yeah. Like the world is open again. You're right. Yeah, it really this is, man. And I, and I don't see young people reverting back to the pandemic way. That's just not the young people that are produced today. It's a different time and culture. Well, not according to plenty of fish. Well, all I can tell you is that video chats, sexting, and phones that require a power outlet. You need to have that. <laughs> That's what you're not getting out of so, your story, Shirley. I've Junior been I've done this. You, Steve. I've done all of this, and I'm talking, it got good. I said, girl, you know, I'm going, and I'll be damned. Phone down. I'll be damned. <laughs> now, now, now I got to find a power outlet plug back up, but now she had to move now. So, yeah. Junior, <laughs> yeah. so Junior, yeah. you're kind of in this age range. Mm-hmm. So, are you put? Are you because of the video chats and pandemic and all that? Are you sure. putting a higher value on emotions and intelligence? Hell no! I'm going right back out here. I'm, I need. <laughs> I need a date. What the hell you mean? I need to see you touch. I'm in the touch and how feeling. Smart you are. I'm you not. Yeah. Okay. I'm not looking at you through no screen for the rest of my life. I ain't gonna do that. Not the rest of your life. No. No. I want a date. I want to kiss and hug and touch in person. Not through this screen. I can't do all that. Yeah. But but that's what they're saying. They're gonna date and do that. Mm-mm, no. Once we start dating, you can put this computer up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we not doing that. No. No. You don't, you don't, don't call me. Come over. Allergies. Don't call me. Come over. <laughs> so then, Junior, mm-hmm. what's the first thing you're going to do? Kiss. Hard. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. You, you heard we it, do. ladies. You heard it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have more of today's trending stories coming up in 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Alex Rodriguez must be saying right now that when it comes to hanging out with exes, Jennifer Lopez doesn't have the market cornered, okay? (laughs) He's like, so that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. He recently posted photos of his ex-wife and the mother of his children, Cynthia Skirtis. They were married from 2002 to 2008. They share two daughters, 16-year-old Natasha and 13-year-old Ella. A-Rod and Cynthia recently participated 
participated in a 54-day fitness challenge, and Alex took to his IG stories on Saturday to praise his ex and make jokes. He says, Cynthia is a world-class mommy to our girls. Wrapping ice, though, LOL. Uh, he shared alongside footage of her helping him ice his leg at the gym. So people are saying because you see J-Lo and Ben Affleck out and about and they're posting and, you know, the paparazzi is there. That's why A-Rod is doing that. What you think, Steve? If this is what's happening, mm-hmm. too old and uh-huh. too rich to <laughs> be doing to do? that, why would you do it? What? I don't what understand do that. But, you know, I think people are so consumed with how they look and their image. Yeah. Oh, she left me for Ben. I can go back and get my ex, too. I don't even oh, know why he's okay. posting that. That's why people are saying what they're saying, that he's only doing you know. it because J-Lo did it. But, I mean, you know, to break up with them, you know, she was back over there with Ben, you know, quickly. <laughs> 20 quickly. minutes you know? later. Yeah. yeah. You know, All right, we'll have more. It, it wasn't Steve. 90 days, i tell you that. <laughs> we'll have more of the days. Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is a fact. We've all been eating more and drinking more, dealing with all the craziness going on in the world today. But listen up. It's time to turn things around and pay attention to your health again. And the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse gives you everything you need to lose some serious weight, boost your immune system, and get it done. Go to dherbs.com and get a nice discount at checkout with promo code radio. And if you struggle with diabetes or high blood pressure, this cleanse is a must. dherbs.com, promo code Radio. All right, guys, time now for Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. This one is from Cherry in New Orleans. Cherry says, my co-worker has flirted with me for two years, and now that I'm single, I decided to go to dinner with him. I let him pick me up only because I know him well. He got to my house, and his car was filthy, and it smelled like feet. I told him how foul it smelled, and he suggested we go in my car. I canceled the date and him. All last week, he called me a goody two-shoes, and I told him if his car was nasty, his house is probably nasty, too. I didn't need to add insult to injury, but I did. Should I apologize or not, CLO? Well, you know, if you feel like you should apologize, you should. What's it going to hurt you? But don't apologize and then go out with him. Mm-hmm. Because chances are you're probably correct. Now, if he's calling you uh, goody two-shoes, that's... that's a, because you like clean stuff that makes you goody two shoes. That's that's problem. You don't want to be in a stinky car. That smells like feet. That is trifling. And he said, feet. "Well, let's go in your car." I mean, if a man is picking you up for the first time, you expect him to just be on his best behavior, put his yes, best foot forward. Yes, impress me. If he won't clean his car up and no one he's going on a date, then what else is he not willing to do? This is true. Mm-hmm. He been flirting with you. Just leave it at that. Go on about your business. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. It's more behind that. First of all, he not trying to impress you. That's a problem. Let's it's take your plan. car. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. You goody tutus because you like clean stuff. That's a problem. Listen, ladies. <laughs> listen. Bye. I know I am. All right. Moving on, Sebastian in Los Angeles says, I met a beautiful woman, and she's got a roommate that's beautiful, too. 
The other night, they had a small dinner party and invited me. There were several people there, but I was the only guy they invited. I thought I was dating the lady I met first, but her roommate was sitting in my lap, and she even fixed a plate for me. I'm an old school type of guy, so should I ask the lady I met first if we're dating? I'm 54. <gasps> He's so confused. I'm 54 and she's 30, so I need your help. Help, <laughs> Yeah, Come pimp, on, you Chief. probably need to go on and ask. <laughs> Just say, hold on. Wait a minute, hold on. I'm confused. I come over to your house and then your roommate is sitting in my lap and makes mm-hmm. me a plate. Now, I need to know, is am I? who am I dating here? Or, or what just all on? three of us can do something. <laughs> don't, I don't do say something. that. Oh. Yeah. Right, right, right. Keep that don't, to yourself. Okay, that. start over. Start over, CLO. Keep that to yourself. But <laughs> just say, hey, look, I want to ask you a question. I came here thinking it was you, but then uh-huh. your roommate is sitting in my lap and fixing me food, so I'm confused. Am, uh-huh. am I to date your roommate? Am I to date you? I'm so confused. I don't understand. <laughs> Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And at 49 minutes after, of course, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Tuesday. It's been a fun day. Mm -hmm. Of course, Tommy's out. Yeah, cowboying all week. (laughs) Kicking it. Islanding. Islanding. Yeah. You know something, um... It's really interesting. I was listening to Joel Osteen, uh, I think over the weekend. And of course, I can't remember verbatim what he said, but I got the gist of what he was saying. And I kind of gave it some thought over the past couple of days. And the message kind of really, really resonated with me. And he was advising people not to listen to the roar. R-O-A the roar don't listen to the roar and what he was referring to was the roar was naysayers haters outside chatter when you are in agreement with God about your plan when you're in agreement with your creator about your future and what you're going to do you've got to learn and all of us have to learn this myself included to block out and ignore the roar, the things that people say about you, the naysayers, the haters, the family members, your so-called loved ones, your friends, blogs, the IG page, the comment section, your co-workers. You have to ignore the roar. And so he was equating it to the roar of a lion, you know. And I've been to Africa, and I've heard that. I've heard lions in the wild, I mean, really, really roar. And, boy, they something else, man. That guttural roar of a lion is to uh, intimidate other lions and other prey. I mean, not prey, but other uh, cats. Hey, this is my territory. Don't come over here. And so they roar to signify, if you can hear me, I'm telling you this is my territory. Don't come over here. Now, most animals get intimidated by that, you know, especially animals of prey. They head the other way when they hear that. Okay, we're getting too close to this dude. But a lot of times it's to keep 
keep uh, other lions out of their territory. Now, this roar is to intimidate you. The lion uses it to intimidate, but the roar is used to intimidate you and to block you from your blessings from God. So now, if you're in agreement with God and you're on your way to a certain destiny in your life, and all of a sudden you hear this roar from the haters, the blogs, the the internet, the co-workers, the rumor mill, the whatever you have, the family members that don't believe, you've got to learn how to block out the roar because the roar is a trick by the devil. And the devil has no new tricks. He's been doing the same thing since the beginning of time. Now, he may have some technology uh, uh, attached to it right now, but the devil ain't got no new tricks. He the same dude. He the same low down, no good, trying to rob you of your destiny dude that he's always been. And he uses the roar to block you. So now, he was using the example of, he said he was on a safari once, and he was talking to one of the guides, and they were talking about if you're ever out on a safari and a lion charges, they tell you not to break out and run. Because first of all, the lion can run at 50 miles an hour, so you can't do that. So he said, and if you break and run, you're just going to die scared. But he said the best way to handle it is to turn and make eye contact with the lion. Now, that's hard to do. I mean, we all know that. You got a lion charge and everything in you says turn and run. But the guide was saying 90% of all lion charges, he stops because he just does it to see what you're going to do. 90% of all charges, the lion stops short of attacking because he just wants to see what you're going to do. Now, there's 10% where, you know, you're a goner. But it's 90% he stops. If you turn and run, 100% he keeps coming. So you have to muster up the strength to stand and face the lion and the charging attack with the roar to turn around and face him. And that's how you have to deal with the roar of people in your life. You have to turn around and face them. See, look, y'all, you got somewhere to go in life, and God has a plan for you. But in order for you to get there, you're going to have to stay focused and you have to get on track and you're going to have to learn, man, that you have the ability to get there. You just got to stop paying attention to the roar. You are equipped to be on the battlefield. You are equipped to be in rough water. All of us are ships. There's a saying that says ships are safe in port, but ships ain't built to stay in port. You were built to be out in the water. Get your focus on God and go on about your business and get the life that God has for you. But everybody, you have to learn to ignore the roar. Real quick, a bully was at the school one day, and he made a list of everybody at the school that he could whoop. And he showed this little bitty boy his list, and he said, look at this list right here. Little boy said, let me see that list. He looked on it, and he saw his name. He said, hey, man, you got my name on the list. He said, yeah, I know. He said, you know you can't whoop me. He said, you ain't never jumped on me before. 
You ain't never whooped me. You've never jumped on me. You can't whoop me. What you got my name on the list for? The bully said, hold on, man. I'm sorry. I'll take it off. You know what he did? <laughs> he turned around and he faced the roar. He was just a lying charger. He took his little, took little boy name off the list. Little boy said, you ain't never whooped me before. Take my name off your list. I love it, David. Sometimes that's just how you have to be. Y'all have a great day. Ignore the roar. Make him take your name off the list. Y'all have a great day. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 